Grace and peace. This is episode two of United We Pray. Today we have the joy of having our brother Ray Ortland on the podcast. It's a bit of a longer episode just because it's a special thing. We're here for an event for Trillia's new book, God's Very Good Idea. Uh, so we're here with Ray. Uh, so we wanted to talk to him a bit more before we dived into prayer. I don't know anybody that 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 blows this off, but everybody we are all feeling defeated, perplexed, worried, scared. How do we go about this? So praying about it, man, that's very profound. That's not a small thing. If we're actually gonna make a difference, that has to be at the foundation of the whole thing. Because that's when God drives the wedge right into the evil. It's not just you we have on the podcast no. today. We have another friend, a new friend of mine, Ray Ortland. Oh, yes. man. I'm so glad to be here with you two right now. Oh. This is great. I'm really encouraged that you're here, brother. Thank you. We're, Ray was just, I, I don't know how much of this we'll throw in, but uh, we were just talking for a few minutes, and Shelly and I just both had our mouths open at Ray, just dripping wisdom and encouraging us. <laughs> yes. Us. So, Thank you, brother, for joining us. I wish. <laughs> Thank okay. you, uh, brother, for joining us. And, brother, specifically what we want to have you um, talk about today is the church. That's what we want to be talking about. And, frankly, what we were talking about throughout the podcast is the church on this matter, of on matters of racial division, ethnic division, and unity, um, and praying for that. So we don't want you to just talk. We want you to pray with us as well yeah. and help us pray and encourage uh, that kind of prayer. But before we jump into all that, Ray, I do just want to get to know you and your ministry a little bit more. So I'm going to do this in a little bit of a different way because, Ray, frankly, the way I learned most about you is Instagram. Oh, I mean, it's fun. Instagram is so much fun. It yeah. is. I love it. Yeah. I mean, Cheryl, do you know anyone as kind of savvy on Instagram as Ray? Like, yeah. No. Jackie Hill. She. Jack, Jackie she's Hill. Amazing. Yeah. Perry. Yeah. She I was might just be, looking yeah. at her five minutes ago. She's amazing. Yeah. I, mean, I walked into Ray's office. and was like, hey, we're ready to record. He's like, oh, I'm just on Instagram. Take no problem. <laughs> no problem. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so encouraging to follow him. My faith is built. Amen. Well, I'm reading it. Well, my faith, but so, and my joy is to. I mean, you yeah. had a. Did you have a bear on a surfboard? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I this dude, yeah, yes. Yeah. We'll get into it. But like this dude has like. Okay, so, so anyway, so, so so what I've learned from Instagram about Ray, and Trill, you you just chime in yeah. on anything about this. Uh, that he's a pastor at Emmanuel Nashville. Yes, I've yes. learned that from right. Instagram. Uh, he loves hunting. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, it's coming soon, right? Friday. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. That's excellent. The man does, man. Um, he loves his wife. I do. Yes, he does. And he hates racism. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Ray, I'm just going to jump into this with a question. I saw a picture of you in a suit and tie, suit and booted, dressed very nicely. Uh, 
behind you is something that was not so nice. It was a picture of the KKK uh, mm. in white gowns. Um, but behind them, in that same picture, was something even more confounding and problematic and distasteful to me. It was a sign that said, Jesus saves. Mm. So were you preaching somewhere about this? I mean, just yes. tell, tell, tell us about that. Yes. It was and, just... bri- and we told our listeners, we're, we'll have br- these kind of brief intros, and then we'll get into our prayer. Yeah. yeah. Well, I used that photograph. I think it was from like the 1930s or 40s. Mm-hmm. It looked like it was a, a photograph taken in a church sanctuary, I'm guessing somewhere in the American South. There's a pulpit there. The pastor is in the pulpit. The people are in the pews. And there are maybe 20 or 30 men in clan outfits standing at the front of the church, presumably receiving some kind of blessing or endorsement from the pastor and from the church. And up behind the pastor, in front of the church, is this huge banner, Jesus saves. That's a blasphemy. Yeah. That is not a denominational option. That's a total denial of Jesus Christ. Mm. That is of the devil. That's the kind of church the devil loves. Mm. So I believe that gospel doctrine creates a gospel culture. Mm-hmm. For example, in Ephesians chapter 2, we're told we're all dead in trespasses and sins. The Holy Spirit comes, jumpstarts our hearts, reawakens our God awareness. We walk in newness of life and so forth. And then in the next paragraph... That's a wonderful gospel doctrine, Mm. regeneration. Mm. Because we are all equally needy before the Lord, and he all gives us the same grace, um, we all step into a new reality as one. And Paul says in the next paragraph, God has made the two one. Now, if Paul had said God has made the two equal, I would have thought, great, that's awesome. But it's even more intense. It's more profound. God has made the both both one. So when that young man walked into that church in Charleston and shot those people, he did not understand he should have come and shot me too, because we are one. If he thinks there's a difference between me and those precious people in Charleston, he does not understand the church. Right. I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm a slightly sp- speechless. Yeah, I, I just think that's profound and it's true. And um, if we could, if we could see each other as one, if we could see each other as being a part of one another, yes, um, that would change this conversation. It would change the, the church. And um, that's something that we should pray. That we should pray Amen. that we would that we would be um, that we would see that one new man, and that we would we would not only reflect it, but it would it would inform our actions. Yes, and how we love and relate to one another. And so what you're saying can only be accomplished because of those first 10 verses in Ephesians because of regeneration and because of God's work in the hearts of unbelievers. And so we've got to pray for, in the church, salvation, that people would know, that people would know Jesus. Salvation in the church. Yes. That's right. right. You know, uh, in uh, Matthew's gospel, it says his winnowing fork is in his hand. And I think that's what's happening in our nation today. The Lord is shaking us up, and He is sifting us through. Mm. And we're finding out who is willing to accept the full implications of the gospel of grace. So I just want to stand before the Lord, moment by moment, humbly, saying, I'm all in. Whatever the gospel is, whatever the gospel calls for, I'm all in. 
I have all my life, without even realizing it, lived with a huge advantage. White privilege is real. And I'm just beginning to grasp how that facilitates my daily reality. I'm living in a society built to my advantage. There are issues, struggles, and hardships that are hidden from me. So I've come to realize the, the reality that I've walked through all my life, I don't assume that anymore. I don't require that anymore. I don't need that anymore. I don't even want it anymore. Mm. The whole point of the Son of God coming into this world, His heart said in heaven above, if they're going through it, I want to go through it. Mm. That's the heart of Jesus. Amen. That has got to be my heart. Amen. So that's how I feel. You've been a long, you've been alive a long time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> in other words, Ray, you're really old. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so now that you said it, uh, and I was reading Proverbs 20 uh, today, which is talking about gray hair being a crown of glory, and also, also, <laughs> I think it was mentioning the winnowing for. I mean, I think that Ooh. proverb speaks to that. Um, but I want to ask Ray, as you've seen, so you've spoke of the evils, yeah, the evils that you've seen and that we see clearly, but. Have you seen progress in the church on this issue? Mm. Well, I think the undeniable answer for me is, is yes. I mean, there is an awakening among Bible-believing Christians in America today that I perceive to the importance of racial justice. Uh, I see this in the Gospel Coalition. I see this in Acts 29. I see it everywhere I look. At the same time, Isaac, it's, I'm sobered by how far we have to go. Right. I feel tremendous uh, intensity about this because I feel that we have so much distance to cover and not much time. Yeah. I feel urgency. I feel hopeless. I'm not sure what to do. Um, how, how can I make a difference in our time? I know this sounds crazy. I remember when... Martin Luther King was murdered. Hmm. The heart of America, I mean, there were still holdouts, of course, we know that, but the heart of America cracked open. Hmm. When Jesus said, as I have loved you, so you are to love one another, how did he love us? He died for us. I th only God can orchestrate it. Only God should. It would be desecration to try to make anything happen. It would be fanaticism. But wouldn't it be a privilege for some white people? In circumstances only God can control. If he called them in some unusual way, unforeseeable, to lay down their lives for brothers and sisters of color, to say, your life is more important than mine, I think that would accelerate our learning process. Mm. We would make progress quickly. Only God can give that. I, frankly, I just think it would be an historic privilege if God were to grant that mercy and grace. Mm. Well, how do you, how do you see the church um, 
building in unity in this in because we we know that there's been some progress in the church mm-hmm. but there's you're sobered by how much further we have to yeah. go what's your hope what is your prayer oh, for yeah. the church I wish I had a great answer for you yeah. Trillia I mean I I think of this you know dramatic breakthrough that God could give I hope he does I hope I'm there um, but right now, I'm a pastor of a medium-sized church here in Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville is a very racist city. Mm-hmm. Nashville is a smiling, talented, rollicking, tragic, evil city. And Jesus wants to visit this city at every level, including racial justice. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what else to do, but build that into Emmanuel Church in every way that I can. Trillia, you're coming here tonight to present your book for, for children, written for children, to these young parents at this church. This is a, this is a serious blow to the devil's kingdom tonight. <laughs> this is a major investment. I will never forget, I told you about this, Trillia, before the Black Lives Matter um, uh, demonstration downtown, I think it was last year, uh, some of us were over at one of our members' apartments. We were praying before we went down there. And one of these young moms prayed, Lord, please don't let our children grow up the way we did. That was a very meaningful prayer. Your book is part of God's answer to that prayer, Trillia. No. It is so great. God moved you to do that. So here in this church, every healthy church is a little manifestation, an instantiation of heaven on earth. Mm-hmm. And so we just want to show uh, what heaven can look like in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, especially with regard to, to racial justice. And I'm just not okay with anything less. Mm. That's encouraging. Ray, one more question before we move to prayer, which is what we're going to do. And uh, you served us so well by just coming and sharing with us. Oh, um, it's a privilege. But you were, you were talking about you know the power of that sister's prayer. Yeah. And even what we're doing here as no light matter. And I just want you to talk about that again. Mm-hmm. The, the profundity of prayer. And you were saying, I mean, you were saying exactly what Trillia and I have been saying on other episodes of, I feel hopeless, I feel mm-hmm. weak. I mean, these are literally the words really? we were using. Wow. Yeah. I mean, and oh, we're all feeling that way. <laughs> oh, gosh. And, <laughs> we need the Lord. We yeah. The Lord. And, uh, when we were saying, what a privilege it is to call upon the Lord yeah, in prayer. Amen. Yeah. So as you look at the profundity of prayer, just your thoughts about that, and then oh. uh, we'll move to prayer. Well, I, don't, I myself don't know any Christians of ill will. All the Christians I know are basically good-hearted people who want to do the right thing. And they're at various levels of understanding, mm-hmm. but no one is... Uh, consciously resisting the Lord. Mm. But goodwill is very weak. Can't do much without it. Mm. But we can't go very far with it. We need to be immersed in the power of God. We need what only God can do. Here's the cool thing. God loves to move in power. Mm. (laughs) His heart surges with longings to move in power. And I think we just need to bow down before him and 
call upon him, open our hearts completely. Guys, if we pray for the kind of revival that would have sociological, economic, educational, political repercussions that are so urgently needed, if we're swept away into that kind of movement of divine power, I know two things. One, we will be incredibly happy. Number two, we will suffer. Mm. So when we pray for this, I think we just need to be prepared to say, okay, Lord, whatever the cost. That's right. My will, but yours, yes. Yeah. Does that seem, does that resonate with you? I mean, do, am I, oh do you guys agree with what oh, I'm yeah. saying? Oh, my goodness, yes. And I love, I mean, so many things, right, that you said. I mean, even what you said about Ephesians 2, uh, the difference between not just equal, but one. Because yeah. so often this conversation just sh- it shifts to equality. Of, uh, and, and in many ways it, it ought to. But what you're saying about um, the pathway before us, and Shulia and I were talking about this, is we have an enemy yeah. who, will, yes. who will persecute us. Yes. And he, he hates what we're doing right now. Yes. Yeah. He, he, yes. he hates what we're doing. Yeah, and the the way will not be easy, as you said, Ray. Um, yeah, I just want to uh, because you spoke about justice too. You spoke about it in such an encouraging way. I want to read this quote from Francis Grimke, uh, who's an inspiration for this podcast. Okay. Uh, black pastor in D.C., Fifteenth hmm. Street Presbyterian Church, uh, wrote this in 1898, and these words could have been written today. Wow. And he says, and, and really, this was just. You know, he called in calling for prayer. So the sermon I pulled this from, he preached a sermon called God and Prayer as Factors in the Struggle. And he said, it is a solemn thing when millions of souls, which is what we would love to see. Yeah. Amen. Well, you were were saying for if this is for revival at these levels, however, when millions of souls, however poor and humble they may be, carry their appeal from man's injustice to the bar of the Almighty. Hmm. And that's where we want to go now. Yeah. That's the bar that's available to us in Christ. So, in thinking about the church, Ray, uh, brother, you brought up so many things. Um, but I would be blessed if you just prayed uh, for the church to have that kind of yearning for God's power and not yeah. their own strength. Mm-hmm. I love what you said about fanaticism. And then you used some words. I, I, like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> instanta- instantation. I was like, I don't know what that is, but it sounds real deep sick. So, like, just, so uh, but, uh, and then whatever else, brother, you want to okay. pray. All so right. I'll, and I'll begin us and Trill, you pick up anything from Ray. Okay. Uh, anything from, and people can't, the problem with podcasts, people can't see. We have open Bibles. Ray's is open. Mine was open. And, but we Mine's play, that's right. That's right. <laughs> pray, pray God's words back to him. Uh, let's pray. Okay. Let's join us in prayer. Let me pray. Father, we do approach your bar humbled. As our brother said, shaken up even in these last few years, few decades, few centuries, Lord, of this difficult issue in our land and in our churches. And we ask, Lord, that our churches would be better little manifestations of heaven 
as our brother said. Mm. Better pictures of it. Lord, we, we can't bring it about. So, Father, we praise you as a strong God. Mm-hmm. As a God who's not weak. As a God who has all strength. As a God who wants to glorify himself. Father, we ask that we would participate in that. Mm-hmm. That we wouldn't work against it. That we would be like you and not like Satan and our devilish mentalities when we're tempted toward divisiveness, toward any kind of ethnic pride, are so satanic, Father. Rob us of any mindset like that, we pray. Mm -hmm. Father, we pray this in Jesus' name. Mm. Amen. Father in heaven, we pray that you would, for Jesus' sake, so pour out your spirit upon us, that we may have strength to comprehend with all the saints Mm. what is the breadth and length and height and depth of your love for us, that we would therefore be so filled and emboldened that we would face anything with utter courage and unity. So we pray for this sort of definite, very decided, courageous, unstoppable, experience of the love of Christ to carry us out into this nation to build a whole new era of blessing and racial justice and unity and reconciliation such as we have not seen in the past. We ask you to grant that for Jesus' sake. Amen. Yes. Um, Lord, we confess our weakness, God, um, and uh, we are weak, <laughs> we are inadequate, we are fearful. Um, Lord, we, we doubt even, we do, we, we, we struggle in this area, God, and yet, Lord, um, you have called weak people jars of clay, and you um, allow us to be a part of this amazing, crazy, awesome mission that you've established, Lord. And so, God, we confess our weakness. We acknowledge our weakness. We thank you for our weakness because mm-hmm. when we're weak, we're strong in you, Lord. And so, God, I, I pray that you would prove your strength in this particular area, God. Um, Lord, I thank you that nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. So, God, thank you that nothing can separate us from you, God. And um, so, Lord, for this, for the church, God, would you make her strong, Lord? Um, would you help the church people to call out upon you, God, for strength in this area, Lord, that we would, um, as Pastor Ray was talking earlier, that we would die, that we'd be willing to um, sacrifice ourselves for the good of our neighbor, mm-hmm. Lord, that we would love our neighbor as ourselves, which would take a take death, Lord, death to self um, in whatever way that you um, have called us to, God. So, Lord, I, I pray that you would uh, make us willing to uh, be persecuted, Lord, to look different than the world, um, God, that the church would be would be radical radical in um, in our justice, that we wouldn't be uh, Nashville in particular, Lord, that we wouldn't be smiling racists. <laughs> Lord, convict us where we have been um, hypocrites, God, and make us new, Lord. I pray you would do that, that we would um, 
that we would we would submit to you, Lord God, that you would save where where there needs to be saving grace, God, and that you would unite us. Father, we know that the Apostle Paul, he, he heard of the churches, he heard reports, and he heard in those reports, he heard of the love that the churches had for all the saints. Father, that the, the churches had even across ethnic lines, Lord. We pray that people would hear of the love we have for all the saints. Father, we pray that we would be filled with the knowledge of your will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding so as to walk in a manner worthy of you, fully pleasing to you, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of you. Father, that we would be strengthened with all power, as our brother talked about, as we go about this task, as our brother said, it's no light matter. As our sister Trillia is praying, we need your help. We are weak, but you are strong, and that is our hope. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining and praying with us on United We Pray. You can visit our website, praypod.com. That's www.praypod.com. If you want to encourage us, one way you can do that is you can uh, swing by iTunes. You can leave a review. That will be very helpful. brings more people uh, to here, and we want to garner more prayer. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter at PrayPod. Uh, Trillia, where can people find you on Twitter? If you can spell my name, you can find me. I'm at Trillia Newbell. Perfect. And website? Same thing, trillianewbell.com. I try to keep it real easy, just my name. There we go. There we go. There we go. I like that. Uh, You can uh, contact us uh, just as a podcast together at praypod at gmail.com. We're always looking for topics we should be praying about, things we should consider. Uh, The song you hear throughout the podcast is What a Friend We Have in Jesus. Our producer is Carl Magnuson. Our co-host is Trillia. And I'm your host, Isaac Adams. Grace and peace. Take it to